0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, the Mets are now 2-2 two and two on their six-game road trip after a tough loss in Chicago in Game 1 of their three-game series against the Cubs freezing cold conditions at Wrigley Field. Why in God's name the Mets have to go through a road trip to Colorado and Chicago in April is beyond me, but that's baseball, I guess. The Mets had to go through a snowout in Colorado on Friday, then play a doubleheader on Saturday and an off day Monday in Chicago and then freezing cold conditions at Wrigley Field. It's supposedly going to get better on Wednesday and Thursday, but we shall see. But nonetheless, they lost 3-1 to the Cubs in game one. And we'll get to that in a second. We're going to look back at the Colorado series. And there were a lot of good things during the Rocky series, uh, that, you know, portend to good things happening for the Mets. But there are some things, obviously, that crop up that uh, make you begin to wonder as well. Uh, They took a doubleheader on Saturday, and it looked like for a second that Jacob deGrom was going to go 0-3 in his starts. At least the team was going to go 0-3, but they rallied for a couple of runs to come back for a 4-3 win in Game 1. Joey Lucchese couldn't get it done in Game 2, and the Rockies pulled away for a 7-2 win. And then the Mets come back with a 2-1 win on Sunday in a well-pitched game again by Marcus Stroman. You know, here's the thing. The Mets scored eight runs total in that three-game series at Coors Field, and you would expect, well, probably they got swept, if that's the case, the way games normally go at Coors Field. But that does say something about their resilience. They scored eight runs in the three games and still took two out of three. And really, they have to take two out of three from – you know, basically the worst team in baseball right now, the Rockies, they're struggling. They do play better at Coors Field. They're still winless on the road. They're 0-6, but that's going to be a team that looks like it's going to be struggling most of the year. And if the Mets are going to be the kind of team that they want to be and expect to be, then you've got to beat the bad teams or you at least have to take series. You don't have to sweep them, but you at least have to win series. And the Mets got the job done there. Overall, this season, the Mets have scored now 38 runs in their 12 games, and they have done a lot of that damage late, which is a good sign. 17 of the 38 runs they have scored from the seventh inning on, so they have come back late in games, they have scored late, or they have tacked on runs, so that's a good sign. Almost half their runs in that regard. Uh, the record is still 7-5. and five. It's not terrific. They are 4-0 and oh in one-run games, and that is a good sign as well. They lost a tough two-run game on uh, Tuesday night. But nonetheless, 4 no thus far in one-run games, that bodes well as you move forward. Now we get to the two pitchers, the two aces of the staff and if it were not for the fact that Jacob Degrom is on this staff, Marcus Stroman would clearly be the ace of this staff thus far. Uh, Degrom just continues to put up amazing numbers. He is, you know, just one and one on the season, and as I mentioned, it came close to losing all three of his starts before the Mets rallied from three-two down to win it four to three in Game One of the doubleheader on Saturday. But Degrom just continues to amaze—a zero point four five earned run average. He's pitched 20 innings as has Stroman. So we can compare the numbers a little bit, but 20 innings for Jake. He's given up 11 hits, just one earned run four runs overall, but just one earned run. He has walked three and struck out 35. That's right. Three walks, 35 strikeouts. The league is hitting 162 against Jacob deGrom thus far. So he continues to dominate and it's going to be that kind of season for deGrom. Now, one thing about Jake, he is going to take an extra day, and this is Jake knowing his body, Jake knowing Jake. Uh, DeGrom was slated to go on Thursday, the final game of the series against the Cubs at Wrigley, but he will now face the Washington Nationals on Friday night at Citi Field, so he'll be back home, and uh, the Met fans can see him in person, so that's a good thing as well. He's going to get an extra day. It probably has more to do with just pitching in Colorado. Sometimes, you know, the altitude can take a lot out of you. I think you have to, you know, have a little more exertion. I think he had 99 pitches in that game, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, you know, you exert a little bit more and, and Jake never looks like he is exerting at all. He always looks like he's free and easy, but, uh, that probably took a little bit more out of him. And as I said, if Jake DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom wants, another day, then you give him another day. Nobody knows his body better than Jake. And, uh, and he self-corrects himself very well on the mound. So he feels he needs another day. Mets can easily give it to him. Joey Lucchese will make the final start against the Cubs uh, on Thursday. But you look at those numbers and you say, you just go, wow. That's Jacob DeGrom. Now you look at Marcus Stroman and the numbers are very similar. Now he's 3 and 0. He's undefeated on the season. Earn run average a little bit higher than Jake's, actually twice as high, 0.90 from 0.45. Uh, he's pitched 20 innings as has DeGrom. He's given up one less hit, 10 hits. He has walked the same number. Three, hasn't struck out as many, only 11, but he's getting ground ball after ground ball after ground ball most of the time. The second start that he had, uh, they got to elevate him a little bit. The Rockies did a bit of that when he faced them on Sunday, but he got a lot of ground balls as well, and including one that he snagged behind his back and dribbled over to Alonzo for an amazing gold glove play. League is hitting... Less against Stroman than they are against Degrom. One forty-nine thus far against Marcus Stroman. He's been terrific. Uh, he has been absolutely terrific. You know, for a guy who didn't exactly wow anybody when he came over after the trade uh, trading deadline in 2019, he was okay. He certainly had his moments, but uh, you know, he definitely didn't uh, overwhelm anybody. And then opted out of last year. Well, he's making a great case, you know, on the qualifying offer, playing on the qualifying offer of eighteen point nine million this year, and getting off to the kind of start he is, he's setting himself up for a big payday, be it here in New York or or elsewhere. But Stroman has been terrific thus far. The other members of the rotation, David Peterson, bounced back as he always does. He's got great poise, and that's really what you like about him. And the fact that he bounces back from from tough starts or off starts very well, and he did. So the last time, that's a good sign. Joey Lucchese, you know, really didn't have it uh, in his first start. He's a two-pitch pitcher, and if uh, if one of those pitches is not on, he's going to have a tough time. And you know, his command was not there uh, against the Rockies, and he didn't last very long. Hopefully, that'll turn around when he faces the Cubs uh, in Chicago on Thursday. Uh, the guy that you might have to worry about a little bit right now is Taiwan Walker. Even though Walker in his first two starts, I thought pitched pretty well. The walks. For Walker, have really climbed up. He had six against the Cubs going into the game. He had five, so that gives him eleven all told for fourteen innings of work thus far. And that's not going to that. That's just not going to make it. Uh, Walker has to do a better job of uh, commanding and keeping people off base. Guys are going to get hits off him. Uh, and as I said, I thought he pitched pretty well in the first two starts. Not so much in Chicago. Tough weather again. I know it's it's you know when you consider what the Mets have been through, all the postponements they have had either from rain or snow, and then the cold weather that they have played in, it is almost kind of a miracle that they are seven and five thus far on the season. So, uh, like I said, I think there are a lot of good things, and things should straighten themselves out as they as they move along. Um, the Nationals will not have Juan Soto for the uh, series. He was placed on the injured list, so. I guess that's good news for the Mets. He has a strained left shoulder. He's off to a pretty good start. I think he was hitting 300. Uh, Anytime you don't have Soto in the lineup, and the Nationals have been struggling, too, uh, for that matter. They really have not clicked thus far. Strasburg is injured again, uh, and now Soto is out for this series, so that certainly helps the Mets coming up over the weekend. But they have a couple of games that they have to get through with Peterson and Lucchese pitching. Uh, Listen, it bodes well down the line when you consider Carlos Carrasco is getting close. Uh, Noah Syndergaard eventually will be in this rotation, but they do have to keep the rotation together outside of Stroman and DeGrom, who have really just aced it thus far. But, you know, the Mets overall looking pretty good. I would say, as I always say with the Mets, defense, and you've got to watch it, they've committed now... How many errors? It's seven. Seven errors in 12 games. J.D. Davis had a couple uh, in Chicago in game one, and one of them hurt the Mets, uh, led to an unearned run early. So uh, that's something that you have to watch. Overall, I think defensively they have improved. but they'd still have to get better. There is still room to improve, and if this team is going to pitch the way that they have thus far, they're going to need good defense behind them, and that has to get better in the long haul. Some of the bats will wake up over time. Uh, Nimmo had his 24-game uh, on base streak uh uh, halted, so he was getting – well, he was, wasn't was getting close to Mike Trout. Mike Trout keeps going on, but Nimmo had the second uh, longest streak. That ended after an 0-for-5 in Game 1 in Chicago. Uh, but some of the other bats are coming around. Conforto had a decent series, certainly a pretty good series, actually, in Colorado. We'll see if that continues in Chicago. And uh, some of the other bats will wake up, I think, over time too. And maybe Francisco Lindor as well. He really hasn't had that signature moment yet. He had a chance in Chicago with the bases loaded – and two outs in the ninth inning, but uh, grounded out for the final out. So that's a look at where the Mets are right now. We'll check back with you later on in the week. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better